0: I got new rules, I count them. Eh, eh,
1: eh. You're listening to Bandwagons.
0: Funny and prompt in there, but it's exactly what it sounds like, to be
1: honest. Yeah, no, I knew, it. I knew where you were going with it. Thanks. How are you yeah. doing? All good, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad, all things considered. What did you do this week? It's weird. What day is it? Because it feels like we usually do this after we've done stuff at the weekend, but now it's
0: Yeah, sorry. We were gonna record Monday and we were all um just a bit tired. So hopefully you enjoyed the the High School Musical live show episode. A good one, I would I would think. I, r- I really have not done a lot myself and the housemates Tried to make a bit more pro- uh progress on super mario brothers on switch we watched the new chase last night unbelievable
1: what's ever i saw this on social media i didn't realize there was a new one i would have been all over that gold standard it?
0: tv so i i'm gonna be honest i'm not sure i fully understand the format right but, okay. so it's basically it's one person and they compete against all of the chasers it's called beat the chasers bradley Walsh is still there they're in front of like a live studio audience it's like very like get hyped um and it, the thing is is like you pick they offer you different amounts and you can pick to like go up against all of them or like a certain few depending on what they offer so they might offer you like 2 grand and you'll only go up against like the vixen or something do you know or you yeah. can against all of them and the money is usually um much higher and you'll usually get like a time limit head start so you might get 60 seconds and they'll only get like 40
1: seconds but, but you get no chance going against all of them but
0: if you get one wrong or if you get one right, then it goes back to them to answer a question, right? Yeah. And then if they get it right, it goes back to you. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you're kind of battling between the times to make sure, like, their time runs out as opposed to yours, and then you win the money. I'm not explaining that well. It's one of those things where you kind of have to watch it. And as I said, I kind of still fully don't understand it, but it's high, high drama. High drama. I love it. And am. Um, then- chasers get so angry when they get when they get a question wrong or like if one of the others like buzzes in and gets it wrong like they do be fuming fuming at each other the chasers
1: yeah i love them um i'm doing a family quiz tonight and one of the tv questions i have is can you name all the chasers by their nicknames i think i robbed this from a quiz we did last week the can i, I try it? now yeah cinnamon cinnamon well, oh, well, no, because well, yeah, whatever. Like but like, his second, <laughs> No, <laughs> his, se-
0: his second name is spelled S-I-N-A-H, so that's why it's cinnamon Like,
1: yeah, but they call him the cinnamon So I'll give you that the one. The
0: vixen, uh,
1: the beast, the yeah. governess, and the big tall one. The <laughs> principal. The, no, the, the Dark
0: Destroyer. The Dark Destroyer is his name, but his name's like Simon in real life, isn't it? I could him the, the barrister. Him. Yeah yeah he's like so he you do not fancy him i do i he's like very quietly confident very kind of brooding with his knowledge he looks like
1: what's that basketball player's name michael uh, jordan no not michael jordan he looks like a basketball player that was in the simpsons what was his name Well, it'll come to me it
0: doesn't matter i couldn't tell you i'm just thinking of all the ones from the from the baseball episode wow it's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. Anyway, we're actually not here to talk about The Chase or The Simpsons or basketball players. We're here to talk about our Lord and Saviour, uh, Dua Lipa. Queen of the world. Queen of the world at the minute. She's, she's really taken over as an artist. And fair play to her because she just released her second album in the middle of a pandemic. That's not an easy thing to do, admittedly. No,
1: talk to Niall Horan. This is a not too well.
0: (laughs) Poor Nylorn. No, I think it did okay, but definitely took the, he had a tweet up where he was basically like, wow, really not helping the whole difficult second album thing. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like that. No, he
1: was like, I definitely picked the worst time in all of actual human history to have released a second album or to have dropped the second difficult, whatever it's called. I know. Difficult second album. The thing is,
0: it definitely still did better than Liam Payne's album, which sold,
1: I think, like a couple copies, like nothing. Like a nothing I'd say it was class Yeah um, But she's not around, She doesn't feel like She's been around long enough To have two albums I think it's about How many years? Three years? Actually I have it all in Well 20. I mean
0: <laughs> In In May. Yeah I suppose To be honest I felt like she was got. I think that comes down To the success of New Rules Which was like her breakout Single Off her First album But Before we get into Any of that Like who was she Before she was Julia?
1: Yeah. Okay. I got all this um quote my sources from Jua Lipa the Wikipedia page. So Marie was born in Westminster, in London, to Albanian parents. That's why she has such a exotic name. Um her first name means love in Albanian. And she used to hate her name when she was grown up. She would say she says now she's proud of it, but when she was growing up all she wanted was to be called like Hannah or Sarah or Ella, anything normal, because when she said her name was Julie, she always had to explain that her family was from Kosovo. Um And her dad is actually a musician as well in like a gossip and rock band, which is oh. cute. And he's also a marketing manager. So it's a family affair. Yeah. So she was a YouTuber first. She started off on YouTube when she was 14 doing covers of her favorite songs by Pink and Nelly Furtado. And then she moved to London with the hopes of like becoming a singer um, and studied theater and stuff like that. Um, And she was actually a model for ASOS as well when she was 16. She?
0: she has the look of an ASOS model, doesn't she?
1: Doesn't she? They all look the same. They're like cloned.
0: They do all look the same. They all have like a very specifically shaped face, like that color eyes, like strong brows, like strong features.
1: Yeah. Like but a she, model, if you will. <laughs> she actually left that because one of the managers in ASOS told her she had to lose weight. Oh, boo! But I knew there was a great stand. thing about that fashion. Yeah. Um, and do you remember her? I only looked this up yesterday, but in 2013, she starred in an ad for The X Factor. She's like this girl in her gardens hanging up the washing and she's like just belting out a song and everyone in her town comes running um, and it's all about like how communities come together to support people on X Factor, which that was all her. A baby oh my in it.
0: God, that's gas. Have
1: you found that ad and watched it? Yeah, it's on YouTube. We'll put it up on socials.
0: Yeah, I was going to um, say, because I haven't watched it and I'm sure it would be of intrigue to other people. That's gas. Yeah. To think of where she is now, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But she's not that old. Like,
1: she's younger than us.
0: I know. I was afraid you were going to bring that up and...
1: I'm very upset by it. I it's
0: pretty <laughs> depressing.
1: I, in my research, when I found out and I got very We're upset.
0: currently the same age. So I'm going to take that. But I will shortly not be... Well me and her are like I'm being you are oh. like.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah she's like two she's two weeks younger than you. Oh She's like April twenty or August twenty second. That's even worse. Oh like yeah. bigger difference than that. That's too close. And You're she's literally w- only two weeks ahead
0: of her in life. Like <laughs> oh, two weeks ahead of her, and what am I doing? Sitting on
1: my hole. Playing Super
0: Mario. Playing Shut up. Oh. Well I do, i think I I wish I hadn't divulged that bit of information to you if you're just going to <laughs> but...
1: Um, but I'll keep going. In 2013, she signed a contract with tap management while working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Um, sing the song.
0: When I met you, when I met you. you, Alipa. Dua. Sure. <laughs> Dua,
1: Lipa. Um, they then offered her a monthly salary to leave her job and focus on recording her music. And it was during one of her sessions with um, Tap Management and their her that company that she wrote co-wrote Hotter Than Hell, which would eventually lead to her signing a record deal with Warner Music Group in the summer of 2015. And then it was onwards and upwards. But it was actually a really smart move because they didn't have Warner didn't have like a really big female pop artist at the time, and she kind of copped that they needed one. So she kind of went in at just the right time and they were able to put like all her team and all their resources onto her and like focus on making her huge yeah because they didn't really have anyone else
0: yeah because I I was I was I was like who else there really was that gap for like and I know we're probably gonna get called out for this because I'm not saying there aren't like there's a lack of like good pop British female artists But I mean in terms of
1: Like that one um, Pixie Lott is turning In her shower right now <laughs>
0: Do you know what My I was actually talking to My friend Key McCarthy About this I had a thought of Do you know that song She did with Pusha T Called What Do You Take Me For P-
1: Pixie Lott No, not know Someone you t- think I'm after That one Someone t- I saw this on Twitter today And it was like Remember that time Was it you put this up I put it up on my Instagram story yeah Oh god that's what I thought yeah.
0: I put it up being like do you, do you reckon Pusha T remembers this because like he's Kanye West's best mate like does he remember Pixie Lott I just thought about that so then I was saying I was talking about my Frankie McCarthy who would be a Pixie lot stan I love Pixie Lot. he was like I'm gonna write her right now and tell her to write more songs and I was like okay do it like you're all talk like what what's stopping you and he did write her and said hi could you release more music please thank you like a like a big, like the big fat stan that he is. So did she get back?
1: She's doing great covers in her shower now. I really do enjoy. Um, them.
0: She hasn't got back yet, but I would imagine it's a matter of time. <laughs> a matter of time, I'm sure she understands the urgency. But um, but like the point I'm trying to make is that it was like I, I don't it was know. Our time. There's a the thing about Dua that like she kind of has this global appeal where she's not like not a hateful way she's not an Adele because she doesn't. She has a great voice. She doesn't have an Adele voice, right? She, like, looks cool. Like, she's very contemporary. Like, kind of edgy, but not, like, too far edgy that she's not marketable or, like, pop enough. And, like, you try to think of the people that kind of came close. Pixie did. And then Pixie kind of, like, fell away. She didn't come
1: close. She didn't come that close. Boys and girls. She didn't come that
0: close. But, like, boys and girls. She would have been more... She didn't have the edge. I think she tried to get the edge when she, like, cut her hair. Don't we all? Do you know what I mean? Um, But, like, you've the likes of, like, Rita Ora, who's, like might have come it definitely took her longer but in terms of like internationally she's done bits as you said there definitely was like a gap for someone like that to come back through and just be like give everyone what they wanted in terms of like straight audiences LGBT audiences like
1: she's just kind of done it all since I think the stars just aligned for her at that time it was a combination of talent and just luck right place right time yeah um, but do you think it helps that she's not like Typical UK, British Because she's a bit like She's obviously a bit more European And well,
0: like, that she's not like been, a like, typical
1: and Yank Or, you know, she's like a bit different so that you don't kind of see in mainstream pop You don't get too many yeah. Kosovan
0: And Kosovois. that's the thing, and I think But like the gas thing is, Rita Ora is also from Kosovo Is she? Well, I mean, Stroll the Camarons. yeah
1: gas. See, that, That's what made her as well Like they were just a bit exotic looking and cool names but yeah because that's the thing I think like like
0: let's call a spade a spade here because again was only recently talking to my friend Kim McCarthy about a thing like Pretty Privilege and how this whole thing of like it's a lot easier to make it if you are like stereotypically or like conventionally attractive which like like an ASOS model like an ASOS model exactly like I it definitely helped her because I mean as I said the songs are good I'm sure a lot of people would argue that Again, she doesn't have that massive, huge, like, belty, Mariah, Ariana voice. But, like, she is kind of that full package in that. She can sell anything with that attitude that she has and the way she carries herself and the way she looks, like. She's just so cool. She is very She's cool. The epitome of
1: cool, I think. She
0: really is. I do love her now. I uh,
1: love her way more than I love Ridora, but Ridora's new song Isabel, is a bop as well.
0: See, Rita's a difficult one. Like Rita's pretty much the entire focus of like one of the only podcasts I listen to, which is Who Weekly. Like she's the Who Queen. Um and she's just a she's a mad one when you think of I think of the career she could have had, and has in one sense, but I mean in terms of like I feel like people take Juelipa seriously as an yeah. album, as like a singer as someone who has like a a body of songs where I feel like Rita is kind of a pop star. I feel like it'd be very hard to get hyped about a Rita Ora album, but like she'll absolutely mill out singles and you like them all and you'll go drinking and dancing to them. And she'll do a good collab with a DJ and you're like all over it. But like, I find it very hard to see myself being like, yeah, I'm really excited for this body of work that Rita Ora has. Spent her time completing, which is kind of hateful from from me, but I- facts are facts, do you know.
1: But that's because I think Rita. I don't. Know, this has become the Rita Ora podcast now. But she, I has put a lot of time into like things other than her music, like trying to make a name for herself, just socially. And there's a lot of social climbing. I feel like people associate with her.
0: But that's but that's the thing and as dra- well. I
1: think drama it's... and her personal life is very public, whereas Jua is just all all you know her for is the music and the awkward dancing and. and Um, not necessarily true
0: but we will we will get that in terms of the personal life but I think that is the thing though and I think you made a good point there in terms of like Rita kind of wanted to be everywhere doing everything at all times whereas Jua's has like been breaking her hole to just be like Jua the artist she actually did um an interview with Tara Stewart for District Magazine in 2018 where she talked about how kind of tricky it was as a female artist to be taken seriously because there's this whole discussion around whether you've been manufactured and whether you write your own songs and like she has she told her like that people have these misconceptions about female artists um especially if they don't like present themselves with a guitar or a piano to be in with you know like if they don't have an instrument they're just like a like a voice box for someone else you know yeah wouldn't get it with like do you know like Ed Sheeran or Dermot Kennedy not that I'm criticising them or anything but it's automatically like oh of course they write their own songs and like this is all so autobiographical because he's there plucking a stri- stick string or whatever but she basically said like people support male artists most differently <laughs> string. You know, how many strings <laughs> does, have, does a guitar a six, a six t- string six string I'm telling you now there is something in my brain like whatever the brain equivalent of a tapeworm is and it's eating it I can't speak or write anymore like I don't know how to do it maybe you do have worms in your brains I really think I do anyway but she said she told her she was just like I feel like you really have to fight to be taken seriously because people instantly think that you're manufactured it's a conversation that always comes up with Billie Eilish as well I don't know if you've noticed that recently like everyone was like, "Billy is an industry plant. She's an industry plant. Like she's, there's no way she could come up with any of this herself. And like her and her brother, like it's all manufactured, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she like, do basically said the same thing. And people had the same discussions about her. And um, she said, there are so many amazing female artists that are thriving in this industry for being who they are. And I think that is such a wonderful thing. Thing. Um, they're all just being themselves and that's the most important thing and it's so wonderful to see. And I knew- out with this album, the newest one, Future Nostalgia, she fought to have a songwriting credit on every song because she was just sick of people chatting shy about her basically just being like, like a songbird and kind of nothing else.
1: Yeah, but do you not think anyone that makes it that big is an industry plant of some form? Like you don't get that far without having a lot of people and media behind you. Well, absolutely. thought like we that would picture this, like
0: I think can there's... as you
1: want, but unless the right people are behind you, you don't get anywhere.
0: I think there is a difference with, um, like being worked on per se, as opposed to like fully just being created. If that makes sense. The funny thing with picture this is though, like I actually spoke with someone. Maybe I should be saying this. I spoke with actually doesn't matter. I spoke with someone in Warner during like another. Thing and they were talking about like how kind of radio hits happened kind of and how like things can be in circulation for ages and it just never happens and then one day it, like sometimes it's really really hard to predict like they knew they knew with the picture this it was going to be huge but they just came from like nothing and it was so simple whereas you, they had the example of what's your one Feel It Still. Who sings Feel It Still? Portugal the Man? That was was in circulation for, like, close to a year in Ireland or, like, Europe. And it was not going anywhere. And then like
1: Lizzo, like... was. Yeah, similar enough to Lizzo, kind of. I I think it was, yeah. Lizzo was chugging away for years before. Like, the songs we all thought were brand new had actually been released, like, four years before or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then they said
0: it was just, like, it just completely in terms of Portugal Man, just completely exploded. But sorry, back to your question about, like, people being manufactured and whatever. Like, when I think of a manufactured pop star, do you know who I think of? Who? Ava Max. I can't even picture Ava Max. Do you know? Like, exactly. Like, she came out, like, she had this, like, whole backstory already. Like, what? She was already going to name her fans. Kind of seemingly came out of nowhere with that stupid, sweet, butt psycho song. And, like... Nothing about it seems Authentic at all I feel like it was A load of people sitting in a room Where they were like Right okay We need something that's like Pulls from Lady Gaga And also pulls from I don't know Like Avril Levine or someone
1: She was and born to Albanian parents too Was she? What the hell? We need what Albanian you need parents We Albania? <laughs> do you
0: need Albanian parents Sorry <laughs> Frank and Quister Um, And I just, I think they sat in a room and they were like, right, she needs to have an image. She needs to have her thing. So they got her this wig. If anyone doesn't know Ava Max, just Google a picture of her and you'd be like, what the hell? She's
1: always on MTV doing like little, like in, in between ad breaks, little clips. Yeah. Her wig is basically like one half of it
0: is cut into a bob and the other half is long and that's it. Like that's her shtick. And like, I'm not even saying that like, she's necessarily a bad singer or whatever. And it's not like, it's not, it's just not to my taste. But that's who I think of when I think of like purely manufactured, like if you were to make pop stars out of a factory, she would be that. Yeah. Do it. Have but you I,
1: seen that Black Mirror episode? The Miley Cyrus
0: one where she's yeah. Ashley M. No, yeah. she whatever. It's very, it rings very
1: similar to that. Um, can you explain it for anyone who hasn't or might want to watch? Oh, it's been a while now. It's kind of, it reminds me as well And uh, do you know, what's that movie with Lady Gaga? Oh, fuck's sake. Star is Born. <laughs> Star is Born. Um, looks where, like the like, worms got you too. And the worms, I swear. Um, Basically, like, they kind of start out with, like, talented, being talented little singers, and then they just transform into these people who have, like, looks and fans and don't write any of their own songs and the music is very heavily produced. And they have dance routines and I'm not explaining this well at all. The Mighty Cyrus one is basically like she's trapped in this character as a pop star called Ashley. Is it Ashley M? It's Ashley it's Ashley O. o. Thing
0: anyway. Ashley O. Sorry. Just one letter.
1: Um, And she's trying to get out of it but her aunt like I don't know. Sorry. Watch it. It's very good. Ashley O. Um, sure and she has know. like merch and like, and like a little Alexa doll called Ashley O that has like her voice and like her whole personality put into them and stuff. Um. Yeah, and it all unravels. It's very. It is very good. Um. Yeah, I I do
0: understand. I think it's just an argument to be had about pop and pop artists in general. And it go, to be honest, it goes back to that comment that you or herself made in that at that interview about not having an instrument. I feel like there's always going to be that sub- So I can't speak subsection of people who will just disregard anything that's just singing and is just kind of seen as frivolous you know which is frustrating because some of like the best music is pop also not to play this argument because I know well I think it's true but I know some people are going to be like here we go I think it's a misogynistic thing I think it's a everything is everything is (laughs) you know honestly honestly if people just stopped hating women for four seconds I like I really think we could achieve so much I'm actually know? worn out having this argument with people. I, I'm, Breed, you don't have to tell me twice. Like I am, I'm exhausted, like. <laughs> I'm
1: exhausted. laughing, but well, I agree with
0: you. We're laughing, but it is true. Um, She'd said as well, so obviously like she's gone on to have mad success. That was the, she came out and she did the self-titled album. I know you mentioned Hotter Than Hell. That was kind of like, she kind of had a few like, I, well, like New Roses is our breakout hit, but her first single was actually Love Me, which I do not know at all. I'll have to go back and listen to after this. Um, And then she released Hotter Than Hell, and she had that other one where she makes the kiss noise in What um, Is a Beautiful? I could blow your mind. Mwah. Mwah. I, love, I love that. So good, but like I will say it. I'm
1: alive in a like, dollar sign.
0: Yeah, go on. Hivaland walked so Julie could run. That's all I will say on it.
1: Who's that?
0: Do you know the song where it's like, you don't in an hour, stay, yeah, yeah, because tonight I'm going to give you my... Uh, uh, uh,
1: yes. Oh, my God, yes. That was Well, she Was Neighbours? Holly Willard. She was in Neighbours, yeah. I am with you now. I'm up to speed. She was one of the... There was one of those
0: families, and it was... They had a load of sisters, and she was the eldest one, and then she left, and she became a pop superstar. Well, actually, I'm sure she did bits other than that, but that's the only song I know. Because tonight I'm going to give you my... <laughs> anyway, Sorry, so- I no keep going but then I have a fun fact keep going um oh what was I saying sorry yeah so she released that and then my favourite song off the first album like New Rules obviously slaps absolutely slaps I loved um she did a collaboration with Miguel called Lost in Your Light and it's so good and it's so underrated and I would recommend if anyone's unfamiliar with that song please go listen to it it's very very good what were you going to say um, BB Rex is also of Albanian descent. Oh, for God's sake! BB Rex. I was going to say BB Rex is a plant, but she's not. She's been around for bloody ages. Because I not. actually
1: think Jua's mom's maiden name is Rexa. Oh
0: my Something God, are they related? I no, I In
1: don't. In the think pop cinematic
0: universe, yeah, no, that makes sense. It makes sense. They, mm-hmm. make sense if they would not be related. Do
1: you want uh, to go to Albania, I'm yeah. Yeah. Um, they
0: actually they've done a lot herself and her dad for. Kosovo and the music scene there they held a big festival there recently and were in charge of putting it on and whatever which is good for them that was a nice thing to do wasn't it oh yeah absolutely um what was I going to say so like new rules why do you think that was as huge as it was um because that's, cause I know you'd said there that it just feels like she's been, like, that it hasn't felt like that long between the two albums. And I said, I feel like it's because of the success of New Rules. It was like that literally had like a year and a half where people were just like, I got New Rules, I
1: can. I'm like, oh, totally. I was just looking it up because I saw her at Electric Picnic in 2018. And I was just watching my stories back there, and it's just everyone just singing that song. And it, it was just, it took me right back because we were obsessed with it for two summers running. Did she play... I didn't go TP that year in Brayton. She played...
0: She did two dates at the Olympia. And I remember, similar enough to, like, the Liz debacle, all the tickets went. And people were like, what the hell? Why is she not doing the Turina? Blah, blah, blah. I don't even think she had an album out at that point, though. I think it was Just New Rules. And I think it was Jew. Uh, Jew, really, Um and then she, I think she did Longitude, which I again missed her at. Did she, did, did she do
1: Longitude now?
0: Yeah, Christian Tierney, he's like a big music photographer. He took the most incredible shots of her at that festival. If you like Thank Google it like, on Insta, he has them up because she's wearing this like purple, like, bralette. She looks so cool. Oh, she, oh, she looks incredible. Oh, so good. And then I think, I don't know, was it that summer, but
1: she obviously went on and she played EP then. What stage did she play at EP? She She did the main stage on like the Saturday night uh EP twenty eighteen and it was ge- she's genuinely one of the best people I've ever seen at Electric picnic.
0: I'm so raging because I had to see her um this year obviously for the Future Nostalgia tour in the tour Arena and um that's obviously postponed until early next year now which is obviously very disappointing. Um can't wait though. I can't wait to see her in like an arena because I can imagine especially with this album it's gonna be very lit. Um yeah. Wise. i remember
1: being at it and everyone just singing along and just dancing obviously saturday night is always feel good but i remember turning i won't name and shame who i was with but turning to the person i was with and they were just bawling crying it was that good like and then we both and then we were just everyone was just like crying and dancing and it was just so overwhelmingly incredible i think you should name and shame them when have no. you named and shame named
0: and them no i don't want it fair um it will remain a mystery and um, I think, like I think, as a song, it sounds really unusual. It's like really weird on the ear. It's not like a typical. Because yeah. I remember, it, yeah, I remember initially hearing it and being like, "This is a weird chorus." Like not necessarily about it, but I was like, "It's a very like, dancey, like the kind of like garbled like vocal." I was like, "This is so strange." I was like, "I don't know if I really enjoy it."
1: Because it's know, very yeah, like
0: pronunciation, but. It's just, and I, th- I think it's the whole thing of that like female empowerment as well. It's totally that, targeting like
1: the basic bitch female white girl. But like, you have
0: been in that situation, yeah, of like, oh... do not
1: pick up that phone.
0: Don't pick up the phone. Absolutely don't do that. Don't pick up that phone. Do not do it. Rule number one. Don't do it. Like, I don't care. Like, this isn't deal or no deal you don't pick up the phone like you know? <laughs> um no and then it was just like the video where you'd all the gals in the hotel room and she's like nearly instructing them on this crash course of like how to literally forget them and it's just that that pre-chorus is just so it just gets you like it's just and she she's carried that through with the rest of her songs of just having really kind of biting really repeatable is not the word but like like manifestos nearly in her songs like even with don't start now like that don't show up don't come out don't start caring about me now it's just like to the point like yeah fully like i love it um
1: do you have any stats on new rules success yeah she broke records with new rules she became where is it now in feb 2018 she made youtube history as the youngest female artist hit 1 billion views on a music video and that was for New Rules as you said and um, and then I think it was the same year she broke a record but with the Brit Awards by scoring the most nominations in a single year for a female solo artist madness Some girl. and then with future nostalgia you now she's after breaking a the of records again um, on Spotify she broke the records for the most streamed album in a day or first day by a British female artist globally the most streamed album in a day or first day by a female artist in the UK and the same again in the US so it's three records and it racked up 21.7 million streams across audio and video plays in its first week which is insane scenic I think the whole lockdown thing kind of worked in her favor the way it didn't the way it worked against anyone else who tried to release an album. yeah
0: because this was the thing i was actually i was
1: gonna talk about this where is it in my because you said it got leaked and she had to release it she wasn't going to was that true or was that... i don't think it was that she had
0: to release it but it was leaked like a week before the um how did i not make any notes about the, uh they're all in your wormy brain sorry have it um so it was due to come out april 3rd right And then it actually came out on March 28th. And the week prior to that, there was like a very small leak, um, which they managed to, (laughs) I didn't hear it, but- What's a a very small leak? Like when I say a very small leak, I mean like not like a a small portion of the internet heard it, but not everyone. Okay. Um, And the label kind of got on top of it, or whatever, whatever. So I think that was definitely partially the reason but she basically did an Instagram live, I think the Monday before that Friday that she changed the release day. And she was like crying. And she was like, obviously everything had been snatched away For when you think about it. Like Glastonbury is out. The arena tour that I mentioned, like there's 85 dates on that. They all have to be rescheduled. Um, she was basically crying and was just like, listen, I think this might give people something to look forward to. And like, I've been homing and hawing, like whether it's the right thing to do, because obviously... I mean, there's some bigger things going on. Not in a hateful way, but um, because like Lady Gaga has pulled back her the release of Chromatica because of uh, the pandemic, yeah. Which like the internet was kind of divided about. Like I think people were like, I think people have been waiting for so long for the Lady Gaga album that it was kind of and I especially for her like her fans, like the Little Monsters, like they were literally just like. Why Why would you punish us any further when this is what we need now? But I yeah. do understand the argument of, like, is it a bit tone deaf to release something like this now? And then, to be honest, from a cynical point of view, there is a thing of, like, is this going to affect sales? Like, it didn't. Um, But I also think that's because of, like, the album is very, very good and has received, like, pretty much rave reviews across the board.
1: Yeah. I don't listen to albums generally, new, not new ones, I'm all throwbacks, but I have not stopped playing this album from it's start so to finish. Good. All day, every um, day.
0: She said in the New Yorker she wanted the album to be like very cohesive, like dance pop aesthetic. Um and to do that she had to kinda not listen to other people because she said she'd be stuck in the studio basically trying to emulate new rules and like make another hit like that. Um and she said do you want a, do you want a fun back fact about levitating? We yeah. Um, so the session where they wrote Levitating involved a donut binge that had the crew bouncing off the walls. And that's where the lyrics um My Sugar Boo came from. That's funny. Um mm-hmm. who beat her um to number one in America on the album chart? There's two possible options. Oh, so like she, this is recent. Number four on the Billboard chart. She went to number one in the UK, not 10% Shorter, Ireland. I'm very sure she went number one there as well. But oh America. She went to number four. There's two options for who beat her because I was too lazy to check the other two. But... This is really one hard. Them is band, and one of them's a rapper. You won't get the rapper. You might get the band.
1: Ooh, a band?
0: A Like a boy kind of band.
1: Oh, it's not like that um, Asian super group. What are they called? No, it's not them. Um, A boy band? Hmm. No, I just, I don't know. Five seconds, oh, it, say, five seconds of Summer. I yeah. was going to say it was a Five Seconds Summer. what? What's their song at the minute? No, it was the album. Oh, shit. How, How did they, they their sure. new album calls? I know. Do they, they have, have
0: any they have new songs about them? i massive fan army about them. Um, sorry, say that again. What's their
1: big song at the minute? Do they have one? At the minute? I don't know.
0: I'd love to see them live. Have you seen them live?
1: Yeah, we both have. No? No, I didn't see no, them. I saw them supporting... One Direction and Crow Pair. And oh. honestly, they were so much better than One Direction. They were so good. Yeah, I'd love to,
0: I'd love to see like Young Blood Life. That's a yeah. that is such an unholy tune. Um sorry, yeah. What do you think of Boys Will Be Boys? Who was the rapper? Oh, sorry, Lil Uzi Bear. I was never gonna get that Jesus. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Boys Will Be Boys? Because that's been a discussion because it's kind of the way the album goes if anyone hasn't listened to it like it's a a very like maximalist dance floor like pop like bop 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 after slap after 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 pull it lock it flick it (laughs) it, just it's out of this world and then the end the last song is boys will be boys right and she's kind of said herself that she wants to be this moment where it's like the lights come on in the dance floor What do you think of it? Because some people really like it and other people are like, oh, no, not. Not that they hate it, but they're like, not my buzz.
1: I I had a bit of a lights on on the dance floor moment with it and I was like, what the hell is this? This is so, obviously, such a different pace from the rest, the whole rest of the album. But I did like it and I did like the words and it does make you, whatever about the lyrics, it does make you actually listen compared to the other songs. But then Amy, my housemate, she had listened to the album like several times and then before she kind of copped and she came out to me one day she was like have you heard that song boys will be boys and I was like yeah and she goes it's just so weird like I just never copped what it was about but she was like it's so like deep and so she didn't hear her straight away um but it is it's mad like it's all about walking home like girls have to keep their keys between their fingers in case someone comes up and like you know it's all the stuff women have to do to protect themselves in this world that men don't really think about
0: I love that she's just like, she can also deliver like these dance floor tunes and feminist anthems. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I know now,
1: if I think if either my brothers were listening to the album and I got to that, they'd be like, off, turn this off. But like, yeah. It's not like, I don't know. I think girls probably love it, lads probably don't.
0: Fair. I, well, I'm sure some of our gay.
1: That's very, yeah, it's a massive sweeping generalization.
0: No, but I it's kind of mad because this is the thing about being successful in pop, if you want to be really successful in pop, and I mean commercially and critically, you need to like have the straights and you need to have the gays. Cause if you yeah. you need to have because if you have one, I feel like if you have the straights, it can be very commercially successful. But if you don't have the LGBT audience, like the LGBT audience are always like will always be vocal about supporting like more indie like yeah whole heart like wholeheartedly really vocally support like indie artists if you have them both I feel like you're kind of onto a winner and I feel like that's what she did with this album and that's why yeah. it went so well but I was going to say to you I actually didn't meant to bring this up when I said about Lady Gaga I don't know if you read Louise Bruton's review of future nostalgia by Julie ba. I did not um so Louise Bruton is a very extremely talented journalist um, writes a lot about music writes mainly about music and she actually reviewed Future Nostalgia for the Irish Times recently and the kind of subhead and like the poll quote that they took for the tweet um, was basically about um. so I'll read it here. it says Julie finds the sound that Lady Gaga has been chasing for years right so obviously that went out on Twitter and Louise ended up getting up what I can only describe as dogs abuse from Gaga fans. And now, like, for anyone, L- Louise Burton's a wheelchair user. So they were, when I say they were going in on that, I don't even want to repeat some of the comments that they made. Like, really horrific, horrific abuse. Like, referring to the fact that she's a wheelchair user. Um, they dug up, like, an old tweet from hers about how, like, she'd made a reference that it's really lazy to compare women when you're writing about them. And... Um, which I don't think Louise meant this in a way that was, I don't know what the word is, like, hateful to Gaga. But I think it's kind of a fair... I think listening to the album, I think it's kind of fair because, like, I'd love to hear this kind of album from Lady Gaga, but she hasn't done that for a few years because she's been on, like, her country yee pink hat bullshit, you know? Yeah. But, like, to the point where, like, Louise had to kind of go dark on her Twitter account for a while and just felt incredibly sorry for her that this is what it has to come to because there is that thing as well that you seemingly only get with pop artists like this rabid fascination and this feeling of being really protective to the point where you have to be abusive to anyone who says like
1: boo to your like your favorite artist it's really sad yeah definitely Um,
0: um
1: I had not heard about any of that
0: Sorry, you were saying as well about like money. She's made a lot of money. She banked a hefty twenty four point seven million pounds. Go on, um, Louise
1: Broodin. <laughs> <I'm> joking. <no.
0: laughs> can I pretend her, Louise, please? Um, so, like, she's on course to like rival because that's last year. Like, you can imagine this year, she's on course to rival like Ed Sheeran now and Adele. Um. <laughs> And I actually meant to say this about so many things. I meant to say, I'm jumping all over my notes. We were talking about new rules, and obviously, that's a song about like going back to your ex and whatever. And I did briefly mention that nobody knows a lot about a person's life. Do you know who her current oh, yeah. friend is? I was trying to find. Is she with Anwar now, or who's she with? She's with Anwar Hadid, who yeah. is Gigi and Bella's brother, also a model, from what I can tell. Um. Previously to this, she was going out with a guy called Isaac Carew. He's a chef and a 32-year-old man. Considerably older than um, than Dua, but uh, we won't get into it. That's a debate for another day. They originally dated from 2013 to 2017, but they got back together in January 2018 after Dua broke up with... Do you know the band Laney? No. She was going out with Shall their front man. I think you'd like them. She was going out with their front man. His name's Paul Klein. And when I say now, they had... Not their new album, but their, their last one, their most recent one. That album, I think it's called Malibu Nights. Every single song is about Julipa. Like, mark my words. He he was devil by the sounds of it. Anyway, sorry. So the, the whole thing of when she got back together with Isaac, there was this whole thing of like, I remember there being internet memes of being like, like one don't pick up the phone do you know what I mean why are you getting back with your man like it, like, it was kind of like Jew was got back w- with her ex like what hope to do any of the rest oh, of us have
1: yeah I remember um,
0: that um, they ended up breaking up last year because Isaac was filmed grinding mm-hmm. right get this with a woman at GAY which is a club in London it's probably just say, c- called gay but I feel like they yeah, are, it enunciate the le- I feel like they say the letters though do they I don't know I think it's gay Bar, isn't it it probably is, yeah. It would make what more sense. Been there? Anyway, he was there. He was grinding on a woman. What what track was playing in the background? No, no. Was it two as that? track? One kiss reportedly played in the background.
1: No way. Was that was that like was that an edit afterwards though? What do you reckon?
0: How do you mean? Oh, could have been. Someone just put I, that in. For the I drama. think it's better to believe that one kiss was playing though. Um, but she'd actually said in another interview just about how like how new rules is this anthem and it's something to stand, stamp like a manifesto for women and whatever she'd said like how hard it was to be under that scrutiny of she, i can't even like drunk text my ex be like hey you up or whatever and she said like regardless of any situation i think going through a breakup is tough going through a breakup with the public eye is even harder going through a breakup and people have already made up their mind about you without even knowing the story behind it. Like they just demonize women because the woman is always wrong, but they have no idea why the breakup even happened in the first place. And then I feel like boys get away with a lot of shit. Absolutely. Here,
1: we don't have anymore. to have this
0: argument again. Absolutely, yeah. Um, she hasn't had a lot of um controversies. Maybe she has and we don't know about them, but she was obviously at the Grammys last year. She won Best New Artist and she won some award for the song she did with Diplo and Mark Ronson, Electricity. Don't know what she won, but she won an award for that. Um, And like, obviously as we've spoken about during this, like she's very vocal when it comes to women and blah, blah, blah. There was a video um, released of her at Lizzo's Grammys after party, which was held in LA strip club. And she was filmed like throwing money at dancers with Rosalia. And like, obviously Twitter as Twitter does, had a shit fit and was like, "Oh, she's exploiting women," and like they came up with the hashtag, "Like is Over Party," because like you're no one unless you've that you've had that hashtag about you. Sorry, right, but what was the issue there? Is that what you do at strip clubs? Well, yeah, but I think like I think there's a thing of like it's a thing that men do, and I know I don't really understand the argument personally because I think we need to like respect sex workers and empower sex workers, and if that's or like strippers and if that's how they want to make their money that's totally fine and we should support them and it's a career and whatever blah 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 obviously if someone's been coerced into a career like that it's a totally different conversation um but I think it was just a thing of I don't know I think just because she's put herself out there as someone who's very outrightly like I'm gonna call shit out like sexism whatever I feel like people were just like oh but you can't do that because it's making it seem like paying for women's bodies is wrong and why do you know that kind of way yeah i don't agree yeah. but anyway, i thought it was an interesting tree because i she was asked about it in the guardian and she was like i'm i'm not talking she was like i would apologize but i don't think i have anything to apologize for which i was like yeah dead right and to your gums do have you heard of a uh, jula peep no so jula peep is her adele dazeem name basically oh my god who did that to her uh, Wendy Williams was doing a red carpet mm-hmm. rundown um, of the she was at the she was at the Billboard Music Awards in 2018 <laughs> she and she actually me. accidentally called her uh, Jula Peep um, <laughs> it's hilarious we'll put the clip on her Insta. it's very very funny Someone needs to bring
1: Wendy Williams
0: home I know she's, oh, she's not in a good way
1: no.
0: um, she's cool with it she's, she kind of didn't really address it because that happened in 2018 and it was only in an interview last year I think it was with Jimmy Fallon she basically said like her whole life, her name's a difficult to pronounce and mispronounced. Um, so she was saying she always wanted a normal name, like Sarah, Hannah or Chloe or whatever. But she was like, she said she'd take Jula Peep basically. And honestly, what a relatable sentence is someone named Fanula, do you know? Yeah. Like, they're... Celebs, they're just like us. Foola they're just Jeep. like us. Foola, Foola Jeep. <laughs> Foola Jeep. That's um,
1: That's, I'm going
0: to change my name
1: to that now. What do you think about the slack she gets for not being able to dance? I've fallen down a rabbit hole of watching her dance now while she performs and it's have you can, seen it's there, so awkward it's just like me like it's there's a
0: guy on TikTok right and his name is Zink something Zink TikTok and he does the dance and it's so he does all these memes of her doing the dance and it's so bloody funny I can't Zink was two C's and an X is his name um, so so funny I understand it because I suppose when you look at her as we've talked about her being this like polished like very full product pop artist yeah. it's kind of class that she just
1: can't dance. I think You she's can't got- be manufactured and be that bad a dancer. No she's I, definitely getting better. I saw her at the was it the EMAs or the VMAs or something where she did like a full out. routine. She did like full routine with probably like 50 backup dancers and it was class. But she had a shit choreographer there for a while that was just laughing at her.
0: Um, I was um, I was laughing as well. That I think we talked about this previously. It might have been on a, it was on a TikTok episode where we talked about how she basically had to do that dance for physical, to like try and go viral on TikTok and get people doing it. Like I just think she like I think she's a bit of Zayn Malik about her in that she could not care less about the dancing element of being a pop star. Like, yeah, that's fair. Choreography is not her thing. If it's I jumped choreography would not be my thing. I'd be like, fuck that.
1: Do you remember we saw Jess Glen as well, and she was the same. Jess Glynn
0: did not move once during her session I admire her so long.
1: Did no, she did. She had like a beast she had to hit and she hit them, but like with the least amount of effort. Oh, yeah, you know, know what I mean though. But like she was like
0: static, though, like for everything else. Like she's she so not- cross. She when she yeah, god, she was absolutely fuming that. night poor Jess Glynn. Jess Glynn is another British artist, though, in fairness,
1: but like she has the voice. It makes it sound like I don't think she was, but you, so you know what I mean. Yeah, she does have a great voice. Um, who else? Who else in the Brit world? Yeah, doesn't matter. We're going to get... I feel like I'm going to be killed because
0: I've forgotten someone and... Someone mega. I'm going to have people in the D N. And you know what? Where's Charlie from? She's English. Sorry, Charlie is fair. But like, Charlie is... Charlie. Charlie. The difficulty with Charlie then is, is Charlie's like not... And I'm not saying this is a critique of her because I fucking love Charlie X, But like, she's not as commercial as Dua she's not viewed as commercially as Dua because Charlie's very DIY like the stuff she comes out with is basically like she does like bits and bobs of pop songs like she but like she would be very critically like held very highly in the eyes of like the LGBT audience I think that's all she cares about but she's very honest in how she kind of goes between wanting to be very commercially successful and respected kind of like universally and like Having this fan base who just adore her and will follow her and love whatever she does and really appreciates that thing about her where she'll be like, I'm gonna record a song in twenty four hours and I'm just gonna release it and I'm gonna make the album art out of clip art, you know?
1: Yeah. Whereas like Jude she wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah, it's more thought out. What about Jesse J?
0: Um, oh, it, well, it's we're it's not that it's not thought out. It's just bit, completely different thought pro- processes, I think. Jesse J, why are we bringing Jesse J into this conversation?
1: Because we were on to talk about female British artists who've made it.
0: I, d- I know. But she's another one who had, like, the voice. Yeah. Sorry, not the laptop. Um, Michelle Visage came out there and said that she's uh, not that sound. Jesse J? Yeah.
1: No, she- I've heard... Jessie J's a dickhead. Cold. Yeah.
0: Michelle Visage is one to talk it?
1: now, but... Michelle Visage is supposed to be very nice. No, actually, I take it back. Anyone I know that's worked on... I was was going to say You've actually
0: You've actually just Fully told a lie But anyway
1: I just Um, don't like Michelle Visage But she is apparently Very lovely if you Work with her Um, Jessie
0: J I think Was like too commercial
1: Like that it was Just kind
0: of I don't know I just don't think it. I don't know what Went wrong for Jessie J If anyone wants to tell me I'd really be interested To listen but Again She's one now She's with Channing Tatum Isn't she They're not They broke up again They got back together During quarantine And then broke up Which is fair enough um i think she wished him happy worth it recently though i think and this is going to sound very hateful and i really want people to understand that this is just my opinion i think jesse J's personality was too annoying and i think it worked against her to be quite honest yeah did you think that was a secret <laughs> well, like, no like but i just don't want, on <laughs> i just don't want to be guys word on the street is,
1: intel jesse jay's
0: a no but like just the way she publicly goes on I think people were just like I'm so sick of this and just the ad-libbing as well like we all knew she could sing like sang girl like sang like belt it do you know what I mean but I mean we knew like we knew yeah. do you know I hear you I'm gonna be killed because like my friend Nikki I don't know if she is in the podcast but she was obsessed with
1: Jessie J and potentially is still so I really sorry. do like her voice remember she went to one that like um, The Voice Japan or something there last year. The voice China, yeah. You can't do that, like. But she did seemingly.
0: But it was for was not it, celebs, it think- sure. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm no. I'm not sure. Is the honest answer breed?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Here, listen, we'll, we'll cover that on the Jesse J episode.
0: Yeah, which isn't coming. No. Um I don't know if I've anything else to say on this other than stream future nostalgia. I suppose it's class. Um, I enjoy her what do you think she's going to do next what's the third album going to be like
1: lot it better of- be the same just I just I you don't get too many albums that are just bop 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 to the top like to the, the, top. Whole through, the whole way through and I would encourage her to do more of that there's always like a couple of shit songs in the middle that you skip. yeah she she somehow escaped that and I love it what's your favourite song
0: Levitating probably I love Levitating
1: I like cool as well. just
0: da 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 da. So good. Yeah. I love when things sound like that. I also
1: like cool. I like cool. Na, 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 physical as well. Whenever physical comes on, it's just like, I don't care what I'm doing. I will stop and yeah. dance to physical. Yeah, so There's good. About it. Um, do you want some mini bandwagons? I absolutely do, Brie. Hit me up. Louis Theroux has a podcast finally. Woohoo! I must have texted everyone on my phone book yesterday being like, it's happened. It's happening. Um but yeah, his first guest was John Ronson, who I don't know if do you know much about John Ronson? I know the name and I know other people really I really like him. Who he's, is he? he's an author and a podcaster. He did a podcast called The Last Days of August, and it was kind of this um not an investigation, but just kind of like uh, he kind of told a story about this young porn star who took her own life and he went and like interviewed all the people who knew her and kind of just like just kind of I don't know explained why it happened or what happened and um, he does that he did a couple of podcasts and the first one he did was on the porn industry in America and mm-hmm. that's when he met her and um, her name was August Ames I think but it's, it's just really good. He's just really, really good at what he does. He's very similar to Louis Theroux. And that's basically what they talked about on the very first episode. Uh was like their rivalry and how they've covered a lot of the same topics. I think John Ronson used to do a lot of similar documentaries for the BBC on like meeting Nazis and um, conspiracy theorists. And he actually went into, what is that place we talked about with Gordo? Um, what's that place in America where all the rich people go? And it's like in the woods. Area 51. No, 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 no. What's it called? Galvassus? No. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I'm Googling it. Go in the woods. <laughs> how annoying, how annoyed would you be- Grove. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian
0: Grove. Bohemian Grove? I don't yeah. like so much you got into Bohemian
1: Grove and did like a whole documentary on it.
0: Um, how annoyed and- would you be if your whole brand was meeting Nazis and other things, and then this other like extremely good looking British band comes in and is like, Hold my ear. Extremely good looking. <laughs> I love Louis Theroux so much. Oh my God.
1: No, but they're both, they're very similar in their senses of humour and the, like their whole shtick is very similar and they are aware of it. So they're kind of ripping the piss out of it for the whole thing and just talking about life and stuff as well and posing very interesting questions to each other and I loved it.
0: Um, what's the podcast called and where can people find it?
1: It's called Louis Theroux Grounded, I think. Let me just double check. Um... Louis Theroux I think it's called Grounded I can't find it. yeah Grounded with Louis Theroux um am I saying it right how do you say his surname Theroux? Louis Theroux yeah no it's Theroux because his autobiography was called Gotta Get Through This oh my god yes and John Ronson had a book I think it was called like The Butterfly Effect or something and that's what the other podcast is called on the porn industry it's called The Butterfly Effect I think so you've been publicly shamed on the psychopath test. He did all those. Um, if you know him, you know him. If you don't, know you just won't. Um, secondly, do you want to talk about normal people or do you want to save it? Oh, I think we might save it. Do, Are you people, do you want to tell people to just go watch it this week and then come back next week? Man,
0: just go watch it. If you can't watch it or if for some reason you don't have access to a TV or you don't believe in it, read the book because they're uh, pretty much exactly the same Um uh, the book is obviously called Norway People and it's by Sally Rooney and they've just made a TV adaptation of it and I, I think we're going to cover it at some stage because it's just
1: Is it it's on the RT player?
0: Incredible. Yeah so the first two episodes are up on the RT player now um, and I think they're dropping in double bills from like every Tuesday from now on Um, and if you want to watch all the episodes you can on BBC iPlayer is the only other thing. Um, you can also watch it on Hulu, but I think those I don't know we if can't that's Hulu. we can't get Hulu here. Maybe this is just for the benefit of our, any of our American listeners, um, which there are probably few and far between. Um, and it's on BBC One. Oh God, sorry, Monday nights. But I think it's the same thing, like double bills again. Just okay. watch it. Like it's have oh, it's just so good, so so good. Yeah. Um, Say no more. You, it's ha- it's yeah. a hard one to explain anyway. I think you kind of just need to watch it.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to start it maybe tomorrow. Um, you will um, enjoy it genuinely. What? I'm not just saying that. I really okay. think you'll enjoy it. I see a lot of people crying about it though. Is it going to set me off? It's, like it's very horny, and then at the
0: end it's like emotional. Yeah, but like I don't think so. I'm not for lie. like first couple
1: of episodes. Okay. And finally, I have, we've started this thing in my house, you were witness to it, um, where once a week we do this thing called Pretty Day and everyone in the house gets to dress and do whatever they want as long as they feel they're most pretty. And I just wanted to tell people that it's really good fun and everyone else should do it too. <laughs> what if, I can't believe how much I like this. Like, what if you feel your most pretty,
0: like, I don't know, like, flashy and
1: your <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that really isn't socially accepted. Just nude. Yeah. Um, Or. Well, like you're inside the comfort of your own home. So.
0: That's very true. Everything I keep thinking of like involves other people. And then I forget that we literally can't do that anymore, which is really shit. So.
1: Yeah. So there's literally no downside. You can can do whatever you want. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's good fun. It was a good, it's a good boost. Uh, We're also thinking about doing you know the seven dresses seven days thing where you just wear a nice dress every day for seven days <laughs> that sounds right anything to keep us going here um so i'll let you know if you do that i'm seeing are you seeing a load of uh loungewear clubs popping up as well i sure am and i'm sick to my don't buy into it people i think people are freaking about money now and are agreeing to do things that they probably normally wouldn't agree to do oh, so who are we talking to <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, say anything else And I will get in trouble. Hi, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. anyway, don't go into it. Wear whatever you want. You don't need like yeah. you don't need those If you want to wear in. a
0: full face makeup them time with the dressing gown, absolutely. If you want to wear your dad's dress and not brush your hair, do it. Yeah, That's pretty day. Yeah, as it's long as we feel pretty, it's pretty day.
1: <sighs>
0: anyway, that's all I have. I think that's all I have as well. Jeez, I just unplugged my headphones for some reason. Yeah, I heard myself back in my own ears. It was terrifying. In a, in a fit of madness. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Enjoy this episode. Our bonus episode for patrons this week. Will we tell people? Yeah, go on. It's uh, We're going to do it on A Cinderella Story. It's our next movie. The Hilary Duff one, not the Selena one. Yeah, jeez. But take that as a given. I don't acknowledge that. Or the, universe.
1: or the more recent one that was out last year with your one from Austin and Ali.
0: Oh, I didn't watch that. Again, would never ever acknowledge uh, something that doesn't involve Hilary Duff. Um, March, we're going to watch been. that, and we're going to talk about it, and then you can uh, listen back. So, that's that. And sure. if, you, if you're if you a patron, thanks so much. If you're not, that's fine. Um, I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. Thank you so much for listening. Leave a little review and a rating if that's uh, your buzz and we're all the usual places on social media I'm sure you know by now
1: we will see you thanks for listening goodbye my friends bye